know, take yourself in a, in a perfect time. I remember so many, so many memories that's attached to this song right here. That'll never be by switch. And what's good, people? Your man Brandon in the building on this edition of Branded After Dark. It seemed like it's been a minute since I've been on, but I am back. Not only am I back, but I got a, not just a guest, I got the guest. One of the one, one of the men of the hour that I definitely want to extend my gratitude for uh, contributions in music and, 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 and music history and songs that will never die. And I got to say what's happening to my man, Mr. Greg Williams, the switch in the house tonight. What's up, Greg? What up, Brandon? Life is good over here. How's everything with you? Man, you know, life is, is, is beautiful every single second of every single moment, brother. Absolutely. Definitely a big, definitely a big thing, man. I'm Absolutely. glad, man. And, and like... And like I said, man, thank you, man. Like, you know, man, come on, man. You know, so many memories that's, that's attached to certain, certain songs and different things. Like, you know, Switch, Switch has that name, man. So a lot of people are like, hey, Switch is here. That's the business. That is okay, the business. well, I thank, you for, I thank you for that acknowledgement and for those who are listening to you. I can't thank you all enough, you know, for making our dreams a reality and keeping us up after 30 years. I mean, the music still plays, and I'm so happy about it. I mean, you and you said it too. Like, I mean, you 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 get the hits like they'll never be, and I call your name, and you know, so many different songs that you guys have had throughout the years, and you know, people still playing it, and not just in, in in certain clubs or whatever, but you know, still playing in households and stuff like that. Is it not a yeah. surreal thing? Like, does does it? You kind of look back and you have an out of body experience sometimes with that, right? Well, here's something funny about it, man. I mean, most of the time, I'm just so thankful. You know, that it really doesn't hit me, uh, the impact of it. I'm just so thankful to have been able, been blessed to do do that. You know, because I'm the founder leader of the group. I handpicked mm -hmm. the guys to be in my group, quote, unquote, and make things happen. And we turned it into our group once we got up and running. You know, but when right. I stop and I think about all the great things that came out of those years, including these songs that live, you know, because uh, I produced a, uh, They'll Never Be With Bobby. I, Bobby and I both wrote I Call Your Name Among a bunch of other songs, and I produced some mm -hmm. of my songs. And uh, we were just blessed to make things happen for the most part. But answering your question, I'm not, I haven't really been impacted by it uh, that frequently. But this is one of those moments. Just to hear what you said, <laughs> had to say about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is. And, and you know, and, and being a, a music guy and appreciating just the art and, of how everything transpires when it comes to music. Like, you know, I, one, one thing I loved about Switch was the diversity I mean, you know, and, and I know a lot of it, and people kind of, you know, read bios or whatever, and, and, and be, because you guys were able to switch so many different lanes with, with just how you guys did business and major music, it was really a good, it was it was a nice change of pace from a lot of other things that was going on at that point in time back in the day as well, so it was, it was a good look. Yes, I think good so look. too, man, and I look back now and, you know, and not being vain about it, they're just being thankful to have been blessed. But I look back, and I still haven't found anyone comparable over the years that did the things we did. I handpicked mm -hmm. all these guys. Again, I say, I made sure that I had guys that could sing, guys that could play more than one instrument, guys that looked good, and guys that saw the same vision I saw. That was the only way that right. it was going to work. You know, and then, as I said, after we started with mine, it turned into ours. And as it turned into ours, it got a whole lot better and a whole lot bigger, and it wound up being greater than I anticipated. Mm. You know, the whole and, thing. And, and when you say you back, hand, go when, ahead. When you say that you handpick your your group to to become the group that 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 it has been, 
you know, and, and you, you pick the look, you pick the sound, you pick the, you know, you added a different type of flavor, but when it's all said and done, like, what made you, what gave you that feeling like, you know what, he's going to be a part of this whole life-changing thing that we got going on? Okay. You know, somebody, I'd say this, I was blessed with insight. You know, I mean, not only was I able to dream, but I was able to visualize the whole thing. It wasn't like it was a small corner of the dream. I saw the whole big picture. So <laughs> I had been in like seven bands in my life prior to putting Switch together. I mean, I mm -hmm. was the leader of two of them, including one in the fourth grade, if you can get to that. But I was the leader of two of them prior to Switch, and the, there was four more that I was in where other people lived, cause, you know. And as I, through my travels, I picked up, I just acquired friends. I was that kind of guy. If you could play, uh, I, I, and I admire your work, I'm going to talk to you. We're going to meet, we're going to hang, we're going to do whatever, you know. And, right. and so through the years, I collect people. So finally, when it was time for me, the group White Heat we were in, we were signed to Barry White and RCA, and the group broke up. Mm -hmm. And it was time for me to move on and do what I was going to do. And right. so I went back through my, we can call it a, a, a mental Rolodex, so to speak, but I went back <laughs> through and picked up on the guys that I knew could do magic. I knew that alone, they could stand alone. Each of these guys could stand alone and have a real career. Mm -hmm. And I knew right. that. You know, but to get them all under my umbrella and go along with what I'm thinking and you know, it just worked. It just, you know, I had to have, I had to have guys. I sit on my mom's porch and I say, okay, this is what you're going to do to go to become a big producer like you want to. You're going to go pick guys. First of all, you've got to have guys that can sing. Not just sing background, but sing lead. Mm -hmm. You've got to have guys that play more than one instrument so that we can, you know, move about and do different things and really show your versatility. Since I play trumpet right. and keyboards and everything else but guitar and drums, you know. And, uh... But then you also got to have guys that think like you. And it ain't going to hurt if, they are, if the girls call them all fine. That's <laughs> true that. Very true. Okay? It ain't going to hurt if they call them all fine. I made sure I cornered the chocolate market, and then I went over the rest of it, okay? <laughs> yeah, hey, I heard that, man. I heard okay, that. Okay, and then I, pulled, then I pulled it together, man. I just did my thing. I didn't know I had a rainbow going on with these cats and this Ooh. hair all over the darn place. But it was cool. It was working. And when Motown saw it, they said, uh-huh. And I said, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and real quick, too, I'll tell you this, too. I was thinking about, in the course of that guy switching instruments or changing instruments, but the name Switch did not come about until we did a showcase for Motown. And uh, someone in the audience, you know, and it was really the Motown, Barry Gordy and uh, Smokey Robinson and Suzanne DePass and the who's who of the Motown family, the Gordys, mm -hmm. you know. There must have been about right. 30 of them, and we did the showcase. And after it, we would jump from, we start one song with Bobby singing lead and me on the keyboard and Philip over there on the congas and then the next song, Philip singing Bobby's on the keyboard, I'm on my trumpet, you know, Tommy's playing the bass, you know, and we just ran through it. Bobby would go jump on the drums, Jody come up, play percussion, Philip grabbed the bass, Eddie start, mm -hmm. Eddie come off the trombone and go over to his keyboard, Tommy go over there and do something altogether different on the keyboard, you know, and mm -hmm. this kept going on. We did about eight songs and we kept doing that. At the end of the showcase, we blew them away, trust me. We blew mm -hmm. them away. And at the end of the showcase, you know, when they were giving us applause and, you know, uh, hyping us up and the whole thing, somebody said, I've never seen so much switching in my life. <laughs> and, 
and the light bulb went on. Because we've been trying to think of a name. We couldn't think of a name. Right. Everybody come up with a name. No, man, mail, mail that back to Grand Rapids or mail that back to Akron. You know, but finally someone said, I never saw so much switching in my life. And the light bulb came on. Mm. I said, switch. So when I got back to the mm. room, I told the guys, okay, we are now switch. And everybody fell in love with it. So that's how that mm. whole thing came about. Mm. And you know what? And history was made on, on, on those days. Not just that day, prior to, because... I mean, you you don't really see it like it used to be when when you when when I hear you talk about the showcase, and I hear you talk about just you know not just trying to impress, you know not just Mr. Gordy or whoever, but just just being able to get your 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 music heard and the group's vision put out there for the masses to be able to see. I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Those type of feelings, and I hear that passion coming out of your voice, Greg. Like we we don't get that no more, like we like it used to be, though, right? It's well, it's a different ball game, you know. For the most part, there are a few that give you that kind of love and that kind of energy because they have that kind of vision and that kind of passion. A lot of them right. don't. A lot of, sadly enough, a lot of artists stumble up on these deals. It doesn't diminish. Uh, it does not necessarily, because they got it without any kind of real push or prerequisite, it does not diminish their ability to get a hit song. But no it doubt. does diminish their ability to build a career. Mm -hmm. You know, let me tell you this. I, uh, uh, a guy took one of, one of our songs and made so much money it was unreal. He redid I Call Your Name, which Bobby and I mm -hmm. wrote. Okay, mm -hmm. and it was, uh, if y'all remember, it was uh, the Kid Rich Boy. Absolutely. Okay? Yep. Made I'll a lot remember. of money off that record. I, in turn, mm -hmm. made a lot of money off that record. True. You know? Very but true. But the whole thing of it is, and I don't see this, you know, as a negative towards him, but I hear, I call your name 30 years later. I don't think I'm going to hear, throw some D's <laughs> on that bitch. Amen <laughs> to that. Amen to that. Okay, I don't think That's I'm going to hear that. You know, That's and true. I'm thankful for the money because that went down a down payment on my daughter's college. So that's right. You know, I that's ain't mad right. at it. <laughs> but they ain't gonna and, be throwing and, no needles that bitch thirty years from now. They gonna throw something right. on them, but not that. So anyway. <laughs> 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 my point. Big wings are breaded after dark, and and, and and man, it's one thing I love about you already, Greg. Is like you know, you you come with so much history. And not only that, you talk about it with so much passion and conviction. And, and, and that's the thing I love about remembering certain things as far as music and, and how things are done. And, and you wrote I Call Your Name. Like, when you guys were actually putting that together, I mean, did you know that, you know, okay, well, you know what, this is going to be a hit that people are going to listen to like 50 years from now, 100 years from now. Did, did you know that when you wrote it? Believe it or not, no, we did not know that. But it was our intent. And honestly, I mean, we pull kids out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, especially me and Bobby. We pull kids right. out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. All we wanted to do was be heard and do something that, you know, made a mark for us. Not looking 30 mm. years beyond, but just something that was great, you know, something that we knew that we would love 30 years later. And we got it mm. over and over and over again. I co-wrote I Want to Be Closer. Me and Jermaine wrote that. And that right. has just lives. It just lives, you know. And those were the special things. And we were innocent, man. We were like humble little innocent guys. You know, our career never really impacted us. We, I'll give you an example of something. In 1978, after They'll Never Be and I Want to Be Closer was out, we went on a promotional tour. It was the six of us, Jermaine and Hazel, 
and uh, they had uh, two other people, a hairstylist for us and a head of publicity for Motown. Anyway, we're traveling mm-hmm. from city to city, and we're doing things. Finally, I think the fourth, third or fourth city we went to was Detroit. Now, we had never really been out or done anything before as a group, other than right. we did a couple soul trains, Mike Douglas, some television shows and stuff like that, Miss America pageant, but we hadn't gone out to deal with the public. We're in Detroit. We go to this place called Bad Records, okay? And uh, we're, we're in our limo, and we're pulling up, the six of us in, in, in the car, and we pull up, mm-hmm. and a couple blocks away, we see a whole lot of people. I mean, a lot of people lined up. And I think I looked at the guys and said, damn, that's a five. And, <laughs> and a couple of them said, no, maybe somebody that got shot. Look at all these people. You know, we're looking at all these people. And... Uh, we slow up and we see all these people going in that one direction. So we rolled the, th- the window, the divider down, and asked the driver, "What happened? Is there fire something down here? Maybe shot? Because we in Detroit, we think about somebody getting shot." The driver mm-hmm. said, "No, mm-hmm. they, they're there for you." What do you mean they're for you? They're for us. They said the record company is about a block away. These people are lining up to get to you. <laughs> we were messed up. Trust me. So we watched <laughs> intently out of that window as that car rolled up them two Detroit blocks, went around mm. the corner, went in the back of the store, and there were people all that way for us. And there was girls yelling and screaming in the back of the store while six big security guys trying to hold them back. You know? Wow. wow. <laughs> and we get in there, and they're trying to tear down barriers. And let me tell you something, man. It just freaked us out. We had never seen nothing like that in our lives. And we didn't mm-hmm. know. We had no idea. Jermaine said, yeah. He said, you can expect this. This is the way it's going to be from now on. <laughs> and that's I mean, little cats, man. So. Yeah, and I'm, and, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to figure it out because, you know, I know seeing that for your first time, you're probably like, Wow, like you know, the, the the women screaming, you know, everybody losing their minds, and you know, you, you just think you just you know, some old guy that's that's doing music from the hood, that's you know, trying to bring joy to people, and you didn't see it was going to be that kind of kind of a deal. That's that's wow. Absolutely, absolutely did not. <laughs> you know, something that very often didn't even know how to deal with it because every time it was new to us. Mm-hmm. Every town, every situation, it was new, you know. I'd love to tell you that we got accustomed to it and moved on. We didn't get accustomed to it. We never did. And after a while, it got to the thing where, you know, we'd go to the mall. Philip and I shared a house. And mm. we'd go to the mall and get mobbed at the mall, just the two of us and things like that. <laughs> wow. It was now, now when, when it comes to when it comes to just, you know, everything that's going on with Switch, can, you know, I got so many people sending emails and people are on Twitter and, you know, people are on the lines listening, and and one thing that someone came out, or you know, you gotta ask Greg, or you know, is is, is there any way that Switch is coming back to do any kind of music now? And are they touring? What are they doing right now? So that's definitely one of the questions out there for the masses. Absolutely, we've been working. I pulled the reunion off, and I tried one in 1995. It did not work for a couple reasons, but we had one show, and. Uh, Actually, Bobby was too sick to work with us. He was mm-hmm. too sick. That was before he died. And we did, We tried one show, and the sh- uh, it had so many difficulties that uh, uh, it fell apart. The show fell apart. Actually, what happened really was somebody, we were in Kansas City at an amphitheater, and somebody got shot in the parking lot, and everybody scattered. Wow. So anyway, I, and then two weeks later, Bobby died. Mm. 
And, you know, I just didn't want to do it. It just knocked the wind out of my cell. The shootout yeah. and him dying just knocked the wind out of my cell. So I didn't put it back together again until 2003. Okay. But since 2003, we have been working. And we've been working in various parts of the country. You know, uh, what, November, we just did uh, the last date we did. Was the last? Yeah, it was the last date we did uh, with SWV and Lenny Williams. Now okay. we're gearing up to do something in uh, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I think that's the next one coming up, and some amusement park dates. Okay. So we are so, working. We're definitely working. And we went back in the studio and cut like seven tracks, but, you know, I, I'm waiting for some other magic to happen before I say, okay. let's close this out. And, and see, that's bigger you to even say that, because, you know, somebody with your stature, you can just say, hey, you know what, let me breathe on a track. And I'll go ahead and put this out there for the listeners, and they're going to be able to do it. So it's big for you to say, you know, okay, well, I'm going to wait till it feels right. Not too many got people to, say man. That. Come on. You know something? We left a legacy of great music. We, to come back and try to sell somebody's shirt just because we got the name and can do it, uh-uh. No doubt. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I, I'm about <laughs> substance and quality, partner. We don't even deal with it other than that. <laughs> I hear you. Now, let me let me ask you this. When it comes to groups, and and, and, it, and you mentioned, you know, of course, um, Bobby DeBarge, and, and, you know, and, and there's so many history that, that, so much history that's attached to just, you know, groups in general and, and, and how difficult it can be to maintain a group, be it if it's, you know, they go pursue solo careers or if, you know, someone from the group passes, um, things like that. Um, what what what's the mental fortitude as far as how you guys can be able to maintain? I mean, you know, it's it it can get tough on a, on occasion, right? You know, because you do miss certain people that's no longer here, or it's it's not going to be the same as far as how it used to be when it first started. But you know, how how can you still be able to maintain that that mental strength in 2012? Well, quite frankly, with me and Switch, it's like this. First of all, I think I'm probably the only R&B group from our era, the late 70s, early 80s, that boasts four original members. Mm -hmm. I've got four. Okay? And then on top of that challenge, and, and oh, let me, and I'll tell you, the four in, uh, inclusive, I'm included in the four, but there's Eddie, Flewellen, Philip right. Ingram, Michael McGlory, the guitar player, who played all the guitar stuff on They'll Never Be All the Hits, and then me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, although they didn't see Michael's face on the cover, Michael was there on all the switch hits for that whole five right. years we spent at Motown. That was okay. Michael's sound. So it's his signature that you hear when you hear the guitar parts. Okay, but also this. It took me, I, I told you, 1995, uh, that the, the date failed, and it knocked the wind out of me. What I didn't tell you was I wasn't going to misrepresent this group without somebody that sounded as close to Bobby as Elder Barge. There you go. And that's go. what I got, and that's what I got. Mm. A young brother out of out of uh, Oakland, California. Mm -hmm. Now me and Philip and Eddie, I ain't trying to age us, but we, you know, we don't cross that fifty bridge, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and still going strong, man. Come on, man. Just you know, make sure you pat yourself on the back, and you got, you still got, you still got girls screaming. So it's all young good. ones do, and I ain't mad at them. I ain't going too young now. Cause I got a daughter, and I'll kill somebody by her. So I ain't going. <laughs> you said but anyway, it too. You go. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And I can't believe go. it. I said, "Uh, uh, baby, go home, get your mama." No. <laughs> 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 but anyway, 
And <laughs> 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 but anyway, me, Philip, I got Philip Eddy and uh McGlory, the original members, and then I've got two other killer cats on drums. I've got this Derek Organ was with a group called Tease, and then I've got uh uh James Strong played bass. James has played with some of everybody. I mean he was the Primary cat on BET for a few years, though, too, playing with mm -hmm. the band on 106 and Park and stuff. But right. anyway, the, my new lead vocalist that replaced Bobby, or shall I say stepped in Bobby's shoes, because Bobby hasn't been replaced and will never be replaced. His Absolutely. name is Akili Nixon. And Akili sounds as much, when you hear us live, we always get standing ovations, especially when he does right You and I. You and I, which mm -hmm. is the ballad that Bobby and I wrote, you know, and he talks about uh, uh, Latoya on the front of the record. Right. Anyway, when Akili does that, we always get standing ovations. Anyway, though, the thing is, is this. He and my group are a good, so solid group. Akili is uh, prosecuted downtown L.A. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a D.A., serious D.A. He's switched by night and, and prosecuted by day. You know, I heard uh, that. I heard okay? that. Hey, that's and, power right there, though. So, you know, Absolutely. Hey. And quite frankly, that's the caliber of guys I got, too, because, man, I mean, everybody's got their own businesses, all my guys. So mm -hmm. we're not suffering if we don't do music, and that's why we can make sure that it has the quality and substance that it needs. We don't have to go mm -hmm. out and work. You know, we do this right. for fun. We do this to hold up our, uh, you know, to con continue on with our legacy and our heritage, mm -hmm. right. you know. But it ain't that we got to go do it. So we darn sure ain't going out raggedy. You will not find us looking bad. You will not hear us sounding bad. And you will not be able to put us in a category with everybody else because we are who we Amen. are. And we do it like them records. When you hear us on stage, you we taking you back that 30 years. Trust me. Mm, mm. And, and that, that is most death. Greg Williams with Branded on Branded After Dark. And one question I do have, and, and, and a lot of people on Twitter is asking this question as well, is like, you know, when you guys do perform, live bands versus you know the people that don't <laughs> and it's you know I, I got a lot of funny comments about just you know the the way the fact that you guys actually do real live shows with live instruments and things like that versus you know a lot of people would just you know they pop in the cd or whatever it is they pop pop in and do what they do like you know just just give us your, your every i mean the you know just the comparisons because to me there really is none Live bands are the best way to go when you're listening to performances, right? Yeah, and the reason being is because when you get a group of musicians together, whether it even be three cats or 30 cats, when you get a group of musicians together and then have vocalists or vocals on top of that music, magic happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you can get somebody doing some stuff to track, but you, it's, there's no spontaneity to track. Because it's already prefab, preformed, you know, and formatted. And so, therefore, you're going to get the same music every night. So very often, it, uh, uh, oh, shall I say, not often at all do you get any kind of <laughs> magic or spontaneity out of the singer because he already know what the right. band going to do. Absolutely. Or the music's doing behind him. Whereas you got, it's unpredictable when you've got live musicians. And I carry eight musicians. And I've turned down thousands of dollars because they want me to cut it down to five, just bring the singers and come do it. I said, uh-uh, mm -hmm. we don't switch like that. Mm. Mm. I, you know, and we I don't turned switch down money. Like that. I, 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 we don't, not like that. This ain't us. You know, <laughs> I will not cheat my audience. I cannot afford to do it. I'd rather quit. Yo, I'm Greg, you know you it. just made a slogan for yourself, right? We don't switch like that. Like, that. that's it. That, that's it. That's <laughs> we it. don't switch like that. 
We don't switch like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to tell somebody when he asked, well, who's gay in the group? I said, partner, we don't switch like that. <laughs> Get on down the road, Watson. <laughs> No, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Comparing compare to how it was when you first broke out um, to, to how it is now with, you know, um, social media networks, online, iTunes, the whole digital distribution deals. Like, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on that compared to, you know, just a regular old record deal with, you know, a machine behind you a different way? You know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I love it because it changes the game. I was blessed, man, to, to to find a record company that wanted to work with me and help build me and, you know, put money into every aspect of my career. They made a hell of a lot of money off me. But no doubt. I was still blessed to find that, you know, being a little kid that ain't got no money, you know, mm -hmm. that want to get in the record business and do my thing. You cannot imagine the number of musicians that walked through the same door I walked through that probably had packages that would have equated publicly to what I was right. trying to do that never got heard of before. Okay, I said all that to say this. New technology and the wide, wide web have changed the game. Poor little book folks can now get in the game because mm -hmm. they, they got a drum box at their house and, uh, you know, they got to have nerve. They got to have tenacity. And then right. they do have to have talent to sustain. But at Absolutely. least you can be a player by making stuff in your living room. You and your boy Willie and Junior, it's a whole other kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man. Willie and Junior and Willie Junior, like they can go ahead and get it in, and, and and you know they they might try to put on some of them old switch uh you know you know costumes y'all had on back in the day, and try to see if y'all no, can bring something back. I truly doesn't recommend that, but okay. <laughs> come on, Greg. You're not. You, you're not gonna want one of these days. Your fans is gonna tell you. Come on. You know. Try. Try to get. You know. Try to rock, rock something at least a little close to what you guys had on back in the day. I've seen your album covers, man. Come on. Come on. You're not gonna you go there. So you laughing. So you know. I guess you're not gonna go there, man. I doubt it very seriously. I doubt it. I would not be going on there with no big old bell bottoms, fish in the shoe. No, none of that now. <laughs> Yo, but I'm gonna be honest though. I would rather I would rather see that than than you know just some of these uh, these skinny jeans and all that other stuff going on. So uh, just FYI, that's just my own personal taste. That's just how it is. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If there's if there's a if there's a way or you know if there's a you know people want to try to book you or you know if, you know since you know the social media network is active and on nowadays is there a way that people can actually hold get a hold of you? Yeah, and I appreciate you asking too. I've got uh, Twitter Twitter. It's called I'm Mr. I'm Mr. G on Twitter. I'm Mr. M I S T A G. Yeah, M I S T A. Yeah, I, I'm underscore Mr. M I S T A underscore G on Twitter. Okay. I'm Gregory Williams on Facebook. There's two switch pages on Facebook. You'll see an album cover. Got you. Okay, and my uh, email address is switchentertainmentworld at yahoo.com. There you go. 
Yep. I mean, if that's anybody they, emails or reaches the, out and they're serious about it, I, you know, I'll give them a number to reach me at, and we can talk business. That, that's for all the young ladies out there, too. If you want to get a hold of this guy out there, um, you can go ahead and do that. Social media is, is just like Mr. Williams says. He's very, very active in the media, in the social media community. Even though it's not eHarmony tonight, I'm just letting you people know you can't get a hold of them that Absolutely. way. So just FYI. And I don't mean no offense, but, but, you know, I mean, 35 and, and up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? No. On the personal tip, now, on the business tip, you can call me if you're 8 to 8, 8 blind, crippled, or crazy. I don't mind. There you but, go. <laughs> But on the personal tip, okay, I'm still single, and as you can tell, I'm crazy as hell. No, we're going to have some fun. I ain't crazy. I make good sense. Trust me. Hey, hey, and you got it right here. Like I said, you got everybody out there listening, interested, the whole deal, and, and, and anybody that's, that's 35 and up, you can go ahead and, and, and e-harmony this man and, and see what happens. Anything, anybody below, uh, nah, just... Give me a call. And we'll see what's up. There you go. See? No, I got a brother that's, that, that, that's in that realm, too. Now, Keely, he cool on that one. He's a good-looking guy, too. So. <laughs> it's one thing, it's one thing I got I to gotta do. When it comes to music, you know, like I said, we, we already know your history, your legacy, everything that's everything. Switch. Um, where... Where do you see music going right now? Is it something that you can say, you know what, I'm very proud of the direction it's going, or is it something that you can say, you know what, there's room for for improvement, but it's not dead yet? I'll say this, there's definitely room for improvement, and a lot of it. And I agree with what you said, it's not there yet. But I will share this with you. I represent one of the most talented young ladies to come out here, you know, to, to come out in a long time. We're finishing up her album. She's got killer tracks. She's 21 years old. She's actually my niece, but I didn't pick her because she was my niece because I got a whole bunch of nieces that think they can sing that's got to keep going to church. But the thing mm -hmm. is, is this little girl is awesome, and she writes her butt off. Her name is Chalet. I had her open a show for me, too, uh, the show I did with SWV. She opened for SWV. And it was mm. uh, SWV Linnean Switch, and she is just so, so, so incredible. And she has restored my faith in where this can go. Wow. You know, not single-handedly now, because there's been some others that I found that are really strong, but they're seeking real music. They're not trying to do this fluff. They're trying to do songs. They're trying to tell mm -hmm. stories in their songs. And with right. that, I can appreciate it. I can have much respect for that. So it's still got a long way to go, but... You know, there are a few true artists out there, you know. And, again, the right. reason that I decided to get involved with my niece's career is because she's looking for the real thing, and I can help her find it. If they're looking for something light, I can't really help a whole lot. Mm. Just go find it and come to me when you got it, and I can help you get in. So, It's, it's funny how one person can help change your, your outlook on, on a lot of different things moving forward. Like, you know what, the future is a little brighter now. Because you're in it, you know, and that and that and that's good to know that you are, you know, not not just you being the power guy that you are, but you can be able to accept the fact that you know what, there, there's a lot of strong men and women in this music community that can be able to spread the word, you know, on a level like you know perhaps yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, 
Absolutely. And there are. I mean, but you've got to find it. You've got to dig for it. And I do say this, too. There are some extremely talented young artists out there. They just are. They just have been, you know, most of them, or better yet, many of them, have been consumed by what these A&R people with no prerequisites to be A&R people are trying to tell them. You know, right. go back and bring me a Rihanna record. Go back and bring me a Neo record. Go back and bring me a Bruno Mars record. You know, the whole thing, because they don't know no better, the A&R guys, they don't know no better. They never touched an instrument. They never wrote a song. They probably ain't even sang a song, you know, <laughs> and they are in control of our musical destiny. That's wrong. Right. Right. That's wrong. Have somebody that knows music, that loves music, be in control of that music. You, uh, 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 did you know that Def Jam just hired Neo as the head of A&R? I heard. I heard about that. That's the How kind of feel about that? That, I love it. That's the kind of moves that this business needs to make. First of all, I love and respect Neo and his talent. Absolutely. You know, I really do. You know, and I know the guy. In fact, uh, there's a picture of me and him and my daughter and my dear friend Cynthia Horner together on my Facebook page. But anyway, even if I didn't know him, even, you know, I, I respect his work. He, he does you know, Neil, work. Neil's is he's he's always a big uh, a big a big hero as far as uh, music because he does bring a lot of purity to um, his writing and his and his style and and, and it's sincere. You can tell it's kind of like you said something earlier about you know telling a story and and and, right. and you come from that cloth too because you you told stories with your music and we kind of lost our way in a lot of ways when it comes to it. So it's something that we definitely need to try to see if we can bring back. And if, and if he can be able to, he can't, like you said before, when it comes to other people, he can't single-handedly do it. But, you know, if he's put in a cool position where he can be able to allow other people to do the same, it, it's, it's definitely going to be a good look for music. Absolutely. And I, th I think that he'll lead the way for other record companies to hire artists, hire music people again. Plus, mm -hmm. I'll say this too, record companies have actually gotten lost and, and, and you know, for the most part put to the side because right. of new technology and, and, you know, the internet and, internet immediate access for a lot of people. And it's a good thing because it makes these record companies have to step up their game. They've got to step Absolutely. up their game or the little guy at home going to make the millions while the record company's wondering, well, what can I do here now, you know? So they, in, in stepping up their game, they're going to have to put money into hiring talent to find talent. Mm. You know, so without with that with that in mind, I think this whole thing is going to work out a whole lot better. I am in total agreement that you know music people need to be in those positions. It's a nice fraternity to have if if it's done right, because you know it's you know a lot of people helped you um, when you started your career. I mean you. You know, working alongside a lot of different people, like you said, Jermaine Jackson was influential in your life, and um, so many different people that saw the best in you that wanted to help be a part of it. And um, you know, it, I mean, we we live in the land of the selfish, so it's kind of hard to to be able to see the forest from the trees sometimes when it comes to you know pure, um, you know, just sincere. Like, okay, I'm gonna help you succeed because that, that's something that it, my heart's telling me to help you because I want to see you go far. Like we, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to pick and choose, but back in the day, like I said, fraternity. Other people helped you move forward, and you helped other people as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and we didn't, it, it wasn't an assembly line like it is now, and I'm referring to right. not only the music, but I'm also referring to the cast of people that get involved. Mm -hmm. It was more of a personal thing. I do have to share this with you, though. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I'd love to think that a few people did try to help me do what I did, but they saw the money. I ain't mad at them. <laughs> I ain't mad at them, but they saw the money, okay? True that. Very true. Okay, but I said that to say this. So, therefore, in a lot of ways, I suffered through a lot of things. You know, I paid the dues to be this cat that I ultimately became, and still, I'm still just as humble and still working on it, okay? But the point and, and being, you, the reason I say that is I had to give it back because God's all fit to give me enough to get through. Right. Because like I said, I handpicked Switch, and even though I had managers, my managers had a greater loyalty to Motown than they did to me, so therefore, right. my struggle continued. But God's mm. all fit to get me through it. And so that's why I give back to artists now. I don't know if you know any of my history, but I managed L. DeBarge from 1998 oh, yeah. to 2003. Yeah. I handled, uh, do you remember the girl, Michelle Thomas, that played on the, she was Urkel's girlfriend, Laura, on oh, Family Matters. Yeah. And yeah. she was uh, 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 Malcolm Jamal Warner's girlfriend on uh, the Cosby Show. She was Justine. Mm-hmm. And actually, she was really uh, Malcolm's girlfriend in real life. Well, that right. was my baby. That's, that's beautiful my Beautiful woman, too. Beautiful yeah. woman. She was very yeah, she beautiful. she passed uh, in 1998. But yep. that that was my baby. And we managed her. My dear friend Cynthia Horner from Idol Magazine and I managed Michelle. You know, so I've been mm-hmm. uh, involved with, and there's other, other acts, too, man. I can give you a list of them that I've represented and managed over the years. You know, but that was me trying to give back to them. You know, trying to get them through because, you know, no matter what happened, even though I didn't have an uncle in the furniture business, I was able to get a couch in a, over here and a chair over there and sit down when I needed to. And, mm. and it mm. kind of worked like that. <laughs> Amen to that. So. Amen to that. Before we let you go, this is Brandon After Dark. We have Greg Williams to switch on. And um, if you can, one more time, toss out your, 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 your contact information, Twitter, Facebook, for all the listeners that's tuning in and just started tuning in as well. Okay. On Twitter, I'm I'm Mr. G. I am underscore Mr. M-I-S-T-A underscore G. Okay. Facebook, okay. I am Gregory Williams, and you should be able to find me there. Uh, uh, and also, there is a switch page on, uh, on Facebook as well. So there's two switch pages on Facebook, so you can find me at either of those. And okay. then ultimately, my email address is switch entertainmentworld at yahoo.com so you can get me at all of those any of those you know and uh, and, and don't forget ladies don't forget ladies 35 and over please <laughs> 35 and over I will screen I will help Mr. Gregory Williams screen all all, all. We, we need pictures we need uh, you know we need bios we need we need we need some stuff we definitely absolutely um, and, and, and and I'm his personal I'm his personal bodyguard slash manager slash whatever you wanna you wanna do. I'm 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 his right hand man, so when it comes to this. So ladies, please okay. make make sure you go through the proper channels. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, partner. We own now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and since this is a fraternity, um Miss uh Miss Karen White is back into the arena of music with a with a new single and video and album that's coming out. So your your thoughts on on your peers in the in, in this game that that's done music for a long time that that that's back trying to you know reassert themselves in this in this community again. 
Oh, man, I am happy for everybody that brings it back and does it because we all want to. You've heard many times that this person then quit and that person then got religious and this. Everybody wants to keep doing this. There's a reason right. why they don't do it when they don't do it. So I'm just so thankful that somebody got past that reason and got back in the game because that's their love, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm happy for him. Karen, I am so excited for Karen, you know, and uh, – you know, I'm I'm excited for L. I'm excited for Charlie Wilson. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many people, man. Because we got to do what we do for the for the curtain falls. And you know, we're losing that. a lot of our people, a lot of our talent before the curtain falls. Do what you do. Mm -hmm. so. And appreciation shown to again, like I, I and I will continue to say it. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm not on a a level class of of, of historic proportions like Switch and Mr. Greg Williams here, but I know. A fraternity in music is the best fraternity to be a part of um, if you show your peers that, that support and appreciation as well. So that, that's perfect for what you said about, you know, Karen White and all the others that's, you know, returning to music and yourself as well. you got to put yourself and your group in that, in that same class because, I mean, you know, no matter how many hits that you had before, your appreciation and appreciation that you guys have had and will continue to have will reign supreme. I mean, again, 50 years from now, people will still be listening to I'll Call Your Name, and they'll never be because of I what like you guys have done. I like the thought of that. I really do like the thought of that. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate having been here and just been able to do that. And, and it's never over. So, you know, anytime you want to come hang out, and, and I got to add, I got to add on my man, Mr. Kevin Gray on, and I want to send a big shout-out to KG as well. Kevin, you are on with Greg. Thank you, I appreciate it. And what's up? Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, Greg? Man? Damn it, boy. And I was supposed to give you a shout anyway, man. All right. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you're here. Yeah, man. I'm just tuning in, listening in, man. I'm showing you, a little, showing you some love, brother. You know, hey, man, well, that's mutual, man. I appreciate you making that call. Yeah, anytime, man. Good one. Good one, good man. one. And I gotta say, I gotta say, Gray. Anytime you want to come on, definitely. We'll link up via uh, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, and and Kevin has my number, so you can be able to get as well. But I want to thank you, and 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 believe me when I tell you, talent and and memories and everything that you have given me, you you are you are one of many people influential. The reason why I'm doing radio, and it has been doing it for five years. So you know, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I sincerely thank you for that. You're welcome, and I thank you as well for that, that compliment. And you know what I just thought about? Say maybe a month from now, something like that, if you want, I'll get Philip and Eddie and Achille on here, and all four of us. Ooh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let, let's build that bridge and keep it going. Let's. Hey, come on well, now. People out there. So We're going to communicate. Let's Ain't no two ways about it. But let's lock that <laughs> down, okay? Let's lock it down. Let's lock it down. Next month or less than a month from now, whatever the case may be, Swish will return in full force with the fellas. Absolutely. History. I'll make it history. Happen. All right. There you go. Um, go ahead and hit up Greg on all his um, all his bad channels. And, again, thank you, Greg, from the bottom of my heart and from the staffs. Appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing because you are inspiring Brandon, every second, every minute very, of what you do. I thank you very much for all that. I really do. And, Kevin, I thank you again, too. So, my young brothers. Y'all do the damn thing, okay? There you go. <laughs> All right. Next Legacy.